what's who's the guy in Get Out who wears like a white suit and says Get Out? <laughs> That's what he says. That's what he yeah, says. The, the presenter of Get Out. So, Ash, I don't know if I've asked you this question, mm. but if you were in Charlize's Chocolate Factory... All right, hang on, let me get into this visual. Yeah, I'm there. Okay. okay. Um, you are, are one of the people who will not be the person who inher- inherits the cho- Charlize Theron's Chocolate I'm Factory. I'm one of the people that dies on the way. Yeah, yeah. Mm. What... How... Um, what, what would your vice be? What would you lose your shit at? Mm. And also... Um, how would it kill you? Um, I, I think my greatest failing is probably... I don't know if this counts as a vice. One of the seven deadly sins, but lust, definitely. Okay. Um, <laughs> You're just going to fuck some chocolate. Well, I, I don't think I'd fuck chocolate. I think there'd be some kind of like novelty sweet that just you know has a passage. And I'd... <laughs> I'd get completely encapsulated in it. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be smothered to death by, yeah, you know by things, a Tim Tam or something. You know those things you had as a kid where it's like a little wibbly tube and you can put your whole hand in it and it just expands around mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. I can inv- envision like a bubble gum, one of them, just sucking me in and then you can just see me like <laughs> slithering along this tube for the rest of the movie. It's in the background. Yeah. Like, whoosh. Like next to the air vents. The, yeah. The tube's still going. And then right at the end, right at the final scene, you just see like I hit the end of that line and I'm just fed into a meek grinder because yeah. <laughs> that's the other half of Charlie's Sh- jungle factory. <laughs> it's a meat grinder meat products <laughs> yeah. they're very close to each other there's just a gap yeah. it's not, there's no wall it's just it shoots there's, you out yeah there's just a gap between the two it's a big big it's a big big warehouse yeah just a white line separating chocolate from meat the text on the side of the white line one says like sweets and one says meat <laughs> Do not cross. Sweets and meat. <laughs> Willy Wonka's sweets and meat factory. <laughs> oh man. You find sweet meats in a tiny shack in the middle. <laughs> sweet meats. That's a, that's a that's a uh You get like a mix and match like gummy bears and gristle. Oh <laughs> Sweet meats I think is like a a, a um medieval thing aren't they I thought they were uh, like a Skyrim one of those ones that give you like 10 HP yeah I'm pretty sure they are but like I also I think they're in they're in um, uh, Game of the Game of Thrones books as well uh, I used to eat sweet meats and I took an arrow to the knee I was so sweets oh just, it just means an item of confectionery or sweet food Oh, there you go. Sweet meats. Um, nothing to do with actually meat at all. Oh, that's... Well... Oh, that's the whole idea. Bullshit. Just... Bullshit. I call... World. I was, I was very surprised when I found out what an arrow to the knee means. Yeah? I presume it means an arrow goes through your knee. No. Huh? What? No. I used to be an adventurer like you, and so, but then I took an arrow to the knee, is a euphemism. I think it might well be like a Nordic euphemism for proposing... To someone. Ah. I got married, is what he's saying. I don't think in Skyrim that's what that means. <laughs> it, it is. I, I think they literally took an arrow to, be, to the To be knee. fair, I did always like mentally query if you took an arrow to the knee that was like 
damaging enough to end your adventuring career? How are you able to function as a town guard walking around yeah. all day? Yeah, exactly. Because I on followed your feet you around and you do not sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I followed you around for 28 hours. <laughs> There's a gap in the market for knee protection. Yeah. Yeah. Why has no one filled this gap? <laughs> I mean, armour literally does, is the thing. I, I know, that's, well, not in Skyrim, pre-Skyrim. <laughs> Just walking around with big metal socks on. <laughs> I mean... And, and the shortest metal shorts. I kind of enjoy the idea that somewhere between the events of Oblivion and Skyrim, the Emperor decreed that all knee armour was unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a spate of adventurers... <laughs> So took arrows to the knee, and that's yeah. the real reason behind the Skyrim rebellion. The thing is, you can you can get married in Skyrim, yeah. still go off adventuring. You don't need to become a town yeah, guard because you're a bad. Yeah, husband. I was going to say you can be you can choose not to be a very attentive partner, but <laughs> clearly the town guard didn't. Yeah. Also, bring your bring your spouse on adventures with you. If you're playing it on survival mode, they just die. Oh. They ain't coming back. Jesus. Find a new wife. <laughs> Poor Lydia. Like, I mean, at least it's not Fable where you just have a different wife in every city <laughs> because the game doesn't allow you to move them between cities. <laughs> but there are certain things that are contingent on you having having a, a wife. wife. In, in that no, no, think about it. That game really teaches you to be a landlord and a bigamist. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It really does. And not a lot else. I guess a mage. <laughs> no, not even that. You that. <laughs> not even that. Like I, I, I don't think I ever followed the story of a uh, fable. Once I got into buying houses, that's all I did. Yep. <laughs> let the wander around in circles and let the rent accrue. If you, if you buy enough houses, you get to become king. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's how real life works. Yeah. If you buy all the houses in the land, you're essential. You're not landlord anymore. You're land, you're land king. king. You're land king. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, let's record a podcast, that's shall a, we? That's God. the video game segment of Life's a Pitch. Oh yeah, we've that not. Never I, don't, I don't think we've ever talked about video games. Video games. Well, we have. Apart, we've had arguments about Final Fantasy. Oh yeah. Why? But, um, you know. Who's the, who's the audience? Exactly for why. Why, why are we arguing about it? Why, I mean, why, why did they get made? Who knows? Um, just leave, I, I, you know, it's a Japan thing. Leave them alone. <laughs> it's a Japan thing. You're they're, right. They're doing what they want. Yeah. Let's go on with the podcast, shall we? Uh, so. We've got a lot of gold men in this room. What? what? We've got two gold men. Yeah, more than our fair share of gold men in this room. I mean, you could have more. Yeah. It could be arranged. I was about to say, both <laughs> of them are the same, and I was like... <laughs> Whenever Ash says it could be arranged, <laughs> you know you're in for some trouble. Yeah. yeah what I mean is it will be arranged. <laughs> See, I'm in, I'm in live to Pitch Tower, so I know the address, so I can just send whatever I want here. <laughs> and I do. And you do. Yeah. 100 mini-rolls last time. <laughs> you said you wanted 100 mini-rolls. I was being hyperbolic. Not that I don't appreciate a hundred mini rolls. You know, just be careful what you wish for. <laughs> that was a that was a good week when it. It was hundred mini rolls. A week, we. I mean, we chowed through about fifteen of them in three hours. It, we, yeah, but the, it it really slows down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, Once you've had eighty a... mini rolls between the three of you, yeah. there is a curve there that's just like yeah, you chow through them and then you're like, I get sick of mini rolls. About about. 
60 in. I'm just glad like, he didn't mm. ask for a thousand because I'd have gotten you them, but oh, oh, God. Been a it would have cost me 200 quid. Then in a bank account. <laughs> about, about a month later, I would have been eating rotting mini rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd have just been working out weird shit to do with them, right? <laughs> yeah, stapled them with trees. <laughs> yeah. You know, just mini roll salad. <laughs> yeah. um, just lettuce with mini rolls. Throw them at our enemies, yeah. both clothed and naked. Uh, the mini rolls, mini uh, rolls, Caesar salad. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gifting them to people for very, very minor, like bump into them in the in the corridor. Oh, or, I have a mini roll. Oh, mini roll. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. Roll. Here's as a as postman a, brings you the mail. I have a mini roll. By way of apology, here's a mini roll. Please have a mini roll. Oh, you can have a basket on the front of your house. It says, "Please take one." Like like it's Halloween. Yeah, all year round. <laughs> yeah, Halloween. With mini rolls. Although to be fair, I don't think mini rolls in a basket in the sun would last very long. No, but we have a, we have a covered we have a covered shelters next to our front door. Yeah, yeah. Um, we could ju- yeah we could just like order things off Amazon and then pay the Amazon workers what they're just say can you take this back to the warehouse please? Just give them like three boxes of mini rolls as a bonus. Just sort of like do yeah. Jeff Bezos's job for him quite a wholesome idea to just like order stuff on Amazon and then when the Amazon delivery person comes to your door you open the parcel in front of them and give them what's inside it's for you this is for you it's a sword that says daddy's little cook on the side. <laughs> it's, it's for you don't, don't spoil Tom's birthday for anyway. <laughs> why is uh, why don't you just give me a, a little wooden wooden dagger <laughs> It's a poo knife, isn't it? It's a poo knife, yeah. I want to give. I want to give our listeners just an idea of what it's like to be friends with Ash. <laughs> um, Ash, when you entered the house and you you saw that like you you saw that we we started displaying the poo knife. Yeah. And now we 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 also have the the um, uh, lightsaber that you gave Tom. Oh, yeah. Um, that you. She found that on a wall or something. You, you, yeah. yeah, probably. It'd be make a nice little light, lighting feature. Yeah. Anyway, um, oh, well, if we could, if, we, if if the batteries would last over yeah. half an hour at any <laughs> one true. time. Yep. Um, but uh, we um, like, and you, you kind of gave it to him at your house so that he had to walk across a main road carrying a lightsaber. Yeah, I so think I may have got stopped roads. by the police. Really? At one point, yeah, yeah. You sh- or, I mean, to be fair, it's a No, actually, I didn't. No, no, I waited. I waited for a car to drive by and then turned it on. It was like middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that's the best thing about it. Right? Yeah. Um, so today when you walked in, you said, Tom, what would be your ideal weapon? <laughs> yeah. There's a theme going on with your, your presence to Tom. Yeah. yeah. I just want him to be well prepared. Like if if a burglar comes in this house, yeah, yeah, it's true. You know, we would be well prepared with um. Tom, Tom replied, a longsword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then then you asked a follow up question, didn't you? That's what you know. Would it would it completely ruin the longsword if the blade was engraved with the words "Daddy's little cut"? <laughs> because it's got to be a balance to things. Yeah, it it wouldn't uh, like as I said, it wouldn't. It wouldn't make it worse. <laughs> I was fascinated. If, if anything, out. it would make it so much better. If you <laughs> marched onto a battlefield with a sword saying "Daddy's little cook," <laughs> people know you're not messing around. The thing is, though, I think you're thinking of this in 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 fiction. Hmm. At some point, you're going to be confronted with it 
in reality. If a burglar comes in, yeah. sees a sword that says Daddy's Little Cook, <laughs> they are going to leave. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I mean, there's a more realistic situation here, which is at some point, you will move out of this house. And when that happens, in the months coming up to it... Stay in here forever. Somebody is going to show somebody around this house. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to come in this room and go, oh, this could be like a small bedroom or something. And they're going to see, mounted on the wall, a long sword that says, Daddy's Little Cook on it. <laughs> and probably several other weapons besides. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the weirdest episode of Through the Keyhole. <laughs> Who like... lives in a house like this? <laughs> Daddy's Little Cook does. <laughs> You know, it's it's very. Um, we we are riding a, a a kind of tight line here because at some point, with if you, if you keep buying Tom weapons, mm. at some point this room when we eventually start streaming in it is going to look like the backdrop to like Sargon of a card or like, know, like some some alt right YouTuber. Oh God, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> no, Ash, that would not be great. <laughs> We do not need a backdrop that's the same as an alt-right YouTuber. There'll be a, there'll be a ton of a ton of swords and also a selection of fedoras. <laughs> what custom what? fedoras? Let's <laughs> say Daddy's little cuck. <laughs> a little ribbon that goes around the face. Just just one one black, one grey, and one pink. One saying Daddy's. <laughs> You're saying little, and the other one saying cook on it. Oh my. God. God. What's the totem of the left? If 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 swords, if like samurai swords and fedoras are the totem of the alt right, mm. and pepes, I guess. What is like the the what? thing that you would put in the backdrop of? What would you like have as a, as a, as a trend between uh, left wing YouTubers and that sort of thing? A uh, bottle of your own bath water. <laughs> you see now, it's true. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think the fedoras and the you know the katana and the the long trench coat and stuff like. I think that's uh, an image imposed on the right. Right. Um, like, I don't think it's unfair, but I do think it's imposed on the right by the left. And therefore, I think to answer the question, what is the thing for the left? You have to ask, what would the right be imposing upon the left? And I think the answer is probably a rainbow flag with a hammer and sickle on it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Something along those lines. Which, yeah. uh, to be fair... I'm well, pretty I'd sure I've seen. Actually, I, I quite like one of those, yeah. Yeah. I don't know where I'd put it, but I, I'd like one. I don't know if I could get you a flag, Tom. I don't... What's wrong with a blank wall? It's not got a sword on it that says Daddy's. I could ask you the same question, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Most of the wall hangings in our house are yours. No, they're not. No, you're right, they're yeah, not. I was going to say, like, I'm looking around this room. Well, who owns Willem Dafoe? Well, that... Yeah, but you bought me that. But it doesn't... it's not mine. I didn't choose to have it, though. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't go out and buy it. I will know. So you, Tom, when you saw that, did you or did you not go? That will be hung up in our house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go then. I mean, like a lot of the wall hangings in this house, though, look like they were gifts. Like I'm looking at the Oxford Imps one. I'm sure that was a gift to Jenny. Yeah. Like Will Defoe was a gift. Your two wall hangings, Tom, are yeah. both art that you created. Yeah. Which definitely like puts it on a slightly higher tier. It doesn't. Well, no, because if you're bought something, you yeah. don't have. It's it's like if you are if you are bought something and somebody's going to go in your house, they're going to probably expect to see it hung up. Like there's a certain social obligation to put it up. Yeah. Whereas there is no social obligation. No, no one's bought me anything. That's. I mean, no one's bought me anything to hang up. Don't, I, don't I you, you dare. A... No, uh, <laughs> I, got a, I got you a lightsaber, and it's hung up. <laughs> the lightsaber's just sat in a corner because we can't hang it up anywhere. <laughs> 
<laughs> the poo knife. <laughs> it's not in the bathroom where it goes. It's, it's not in the bathroom, no. I think because should... people will ask questions. <laughs> I think we should get a bracket for the for the lightsaber to hang it just above the sofa. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. A good nightlight. Yeah. <laughs> just this bright red <laughs> nightlight. You know, I used to shit by the light of that lightsaber when I lived in my old house yeah. in Lancaster. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We had a damp problem, so the light in the bathroom kept breaking because water would just drip into it. So uh, we just used the lightsaber. And there's nothing quite like shitting in just deep red hues. It's terrifying. It's like you're in fucking sauce. And they danced by the light of the moon and shat by the light of the light. <laughs> yeah. I recommend it. Like, if you ever have a power cut or anything, it's tip top. I feel like the red light might encourage everyone who stayed in our spare room to bang. Like... Good. <laughs> yeah, with the daddy's little cuck sword, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> and the poo knife hanging above. Like the sword of Damocles. Yes, dangling on the horse. The poo knife of Damocles. <laughs> uh, did I ever tell you about my superhero? Go on. Called the Baby Boomer. Oh, please. <laughs> it's like... what? what right, when I say Baby Boomer and superhero, what do you think? Is there... I don't know. Do they have the power of fertility? I don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> Quite the opposite. Oh, oh I see. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Any babies within a 50-foot radius of this superhero <laughs> explode <laughs> on his command. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah, I know, right? It's a very morally grey superhero. <laughs> It's kind of like it's not even morally grey either the Punisher, is it? It's like it's not just like the effect you may, maybe you take it too far. It's that like any good you could do with this power <laughs> is likely to be completely and utterly outweighed by the by the bad. Yeah. Why, why do we value infant life so much? That's his tagline. <laughs> <laughs> what have they done for us? Yeah. I have the idea that he's just got like a bandolier full of babies. It's <laughs> <laughs> like date, like um, one of those big, um, <laughs> the big cloth things yeah. around your chest, yeah. like a papoose, yeah. <laughs> like a multi-tiered papoose. Yeah. <laughs> he's like the, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's, uh, oh no, sorry, Vin, uh, Vin Diesel's pacifier, isn't oh, it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is he played by Vin Diesel? Yeah, why not? Vin Diesel so. with goggles on. <laughs> And a lab coat for some reason. I'm sold. I'd watch it. Yeah, I'd yeah, the baby it. boomer. I want to find out how that goes. <laughs> I'm trying to put a team together of superheroes with just incredibly horrific superpowers. Jesus. Yeah. Baby boomer is number one. Yeah. Maybe if I come up with another one. Very much the Captain America of your uh, of your cinematic universe. Baby boomer, <laughs> the first terrible superhero. From Sam Newton, we've got... Tuk Tuk Shop. Tuk Tuk Shop. Yes, that's T U K T U K. Are those just to make sure I, I'm thinking the right thing? Are those the things that you can get in like Mumbai and Delhi that are like tiny little three wheeled taxis that you get in the back of? 
I think that's what a tuk tuk is. I mean, is. I'll look Ooh. it up. Yeah, yeah. Because I know, I know that Sam definitely knows the answer to that question, <laughs> and um, <laughs> because because he always does. Um, let's have a look. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure they're like terrifying yeah. taxis. You're right. Yeah, yeah. They're little like little, little um, mm-hmm. uh, almost like milk carts. <laughs> you know, like like, like yeah. the, the, yeah. the little car that milk, the milkman drives. Apart from it, it's three wheeled and sort of not doesn't go like five miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so <laughs> tuk tuk shop, tuk tuk shop. Um, so I in this film, mm. um, it's very much about uh, the the someone starts um, who, someone's running the tuk shop already, right? Yeah, yeah. Because they're trying to they go to a private school, um, by sort of like this private school has a very small local contingent of like people they take in from other places that don't pay the like full or like. Um. Uh. Yeah. Like, don't pay the full amount. Yeah. Um. Uh. But everyone else there is like eaten. It's like incredibly expensive. Everyone's yeah. really rich, right? Yeah. So this 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 one person, let's say Maisie Williams, mm-hmm. um, uh, like is running the tuck shop, trying to do her best to sort of right, yeah. to do that stuff. And you know she can charge quite a lot for the chocolate, but then comes the point at which she's like something like something happens like she's got to buy the uniform for uh something or oh, is like... Maisie Williams one of the kids that's like not wealthy yes exactly right. okay um she's in rags yeah. think of think of like season two of Game of Thrones Maisie Williams okay sort of. sure yeah like she's surrounded by uh people in bright blue uniforms and stuff and she's just there enormous bow ties just the biggest like bigger than your head yeah bow ties. Um, and then and then so like uh she has um her 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 gay best friend is steve buscemi and, <laughs> um he is <laughs> yeah why not that is a team up i <laughs> And and uh like he he would pay for she she needs to buy a uniform and she's gonna get mm. kicked out of school. Mm. Yeah. Because she's in rags. Headmistress yeah. Uma Thurman calls yeah. into the office and says, Look, these rags will not do. Yeah. These rags are absolutely disgusting. That's a great impression of Uma Thurman. <laughs> <laughs> Second right, she's, got, she's got her feet on the table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, she's, she's got... It's a Tarantino film. It's a Tarantino movie. <laughs> because Uma Thurman's got her feet on the table. Yeah, yeah. You can see her face through the gaps of her toes <laughs> in the shop. <laughs> 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 Took me a few seconds to get that visual image in my head. That was, oh, uh, That's not leaving. Pretty unsettling. Um, so, so they're running this tuck shop. Um, uh, Steve Buscemi... His family's rich, but he's had all his credit cards and stuff suspended, um, possibly because he bought too much at the tuck shop. <laughs> she he like bought... she like started stocking like roe and like um, like caviar and 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 like champagne, yeah. and it was the champagne that got them in trouble. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> she's, shut down. She's yeah. been running this tuck shop so well that. Um, she's like everyone's getting really fat and like sort of like uh, decadent Roman sort of like I can't possibly make it to history class <laughs> so she's like well the tuck shop's getting shut down feed me those chocolate coated grapes <laughs> so she's like well if I just 
got the little cart that I used to bring uh, I used to bring uh, food in yeah and just roll this student into the back of it I can take him to history class on time <laughs> and and feed him grapes along the way yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Maisie Williams and Steve Buscemi do a a taxi service <laughs> inside a school inside a school yeah. that's that's a great great premise for a movie yeah I imagine that at some point, like Uma someone Thurman. tries to shut them down. Yeah, yeah. Like, someone tries to shut them down. There's like a bad, but like there's also a bad peer, you know, because Uma mm. Thurman's too too high up that to to really like concern herself uh, herself with it. There's got to be a, a, another rich kid who's trying to like oh Millie uh, Bobby Brown, Millie with Bobby the Brown. biggest bow tie, yeah, trying with, to rat, yeah. with, <laughs> with, <laughs> with the biggest bow tie and her gay best friend Kurt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> and Millie Boy Brown uh, t- takes offence at the, the these tuk tuks because um, uh, because when she's walking through the corridors and the tuk tuk goes past, it hits the side of her bow tie and goes, <laughs> it spins, and spins around, around. <laughs> and she's like, "Where am I?" Weird image. <laughs> Kurt Russell has to catch the boat. Yeah, stop it. There we go. Tuk tuk shop. Tuk tuk shop. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, done. Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Right. Bye. Bye.